You're listening to the Photo Facts Podcast. And here's our hosts, Jim and Robert. Jim and Robert. Hello. Oh, I thought that was still the cart. That was so high. Jim and Robert. That was that was pretty awesome, Jim. <laughs> so uh, this is the Photo Facts Podcast again. Again, one more again, time. One and more probably time. our last episode. Our last episode for today. Yes. We really wanted to get more episodes in, but this has been such a blowout that the presenters have been almost mauled by the crowd after the presentation, yeah, and we were not right. able to get them in here. I will say that I was not mauled. You That's were mauled. how good my class was. You were, <laughs> you were mauled. <laughs> was you, were, you were mauled when we wound up in uh, Lawton to buy those fancy jeans of yours. <laughs> <laughs> fancy pants. Fancy pants. Fancy pants. And it has taken a long time to get our special guest... And and Robert Trawick to get over here oh, to God. the microphones. Not at all. We yeah. have Don Hamilton. With DonHamiltonPhotos.com. He shoots birds for a living. And he is, uh, <laughs> he's playing with a flashlight. He's putting new batteries in it. Wait a minute. Oh, Look, a Canon. It's a Canon flashlight. Oh, okay. Is it LED? Nope, nope. It's when you forget your flash at home and you forget your real batteries. You can use a little flashlight. But you oh. need a volunteer to show it on your subject. But sure. It, it'll work. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, did you get any of their pen knives? No, I didn't. I was late to the booth. But, okay, because uh, yeah, because that way Cannon wants you to have something sharp in your bag. Exactly. <laughs> You've heard that I'm one not, before, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. That's crazy. You know what's ironic is my friend over here did a talk also, <laughs> and my friend when he did his talk, he uh, he was mauled over there. All right, Jim had a great turnout and a good talk, so I was I was over there next door to where he was. And yes, yes. And see, so. That's because a taco you. truck came up. Exactly. <laughs> Man, I wish the group could see this device you have set up in front of us. It's like a robo-microphone system. It's incredible. Robert, yes, Robert is the, the he's the inventor of this. Yeah. He, he actually created this himself. Sweet. And uh, it's been all over, you know, the Internet. So it, it's the box. It's this known is as the box. The box. Cool. And we've got lots of signatures on it from Which famous Which yours people. will be next. Yes. Oh, that's, I'm honored, man. That's yeah. awesome. So our plan with the box... And then we're going to talk to Don about his program. The plan with the box, if you're listening out there, is that we're going to have all the speakers that we interview sign the box. And some other people. And some other people. And then at the end of the year, we're going to take out the electronics of the box, record all the podcasts for 2016, and we are going to give this box to PPA Auctions to auction off. You guys imaging next year. You guys are badass. That's awesome. Is that is all? We're like rock stars, and we don't even know it. That's awesome. We're like the very old Rolling Stones. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, speaking of Rolling Stones, it's funny. Some people were calling me the Birdman this weekend, and yes, it's not all about birds, folks. It's about wildlife and and nature. But uh, it happens to be in Florida. We don't have big mammals and big things like you guys have out west or central U.S. or mid plains. So we get to deal what we have. Yeah, but you guys have a lots of dangerous ones as well. Well, that too. Okay, so I have to share with you my wildlife story. Let me hear it. Okay, here you go. I wanted to be a wildlife photographer when I was a young photographer. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jim. (laughs) I'm sorry. So you remember those names like George Lepp? I do, I do. Okay, remember the uh, Leonard Rue? Yes, yes. Those are the guys that I, like, idolized. Super. And uh, took their advice, you know, setting the blind up and then moving it forward every day. Right, right. So I was up in Arkansas at Big Lake National Wildlife, which is a man-made. That's right. And they had introduced some alligators to take care of the beaver population. 
However, alligators had no no predators, so no. they had to go and get these things down. Right. Well, during looking for these, I'd, I found a water otter nest or den, right. and I wanted to get a shot of that. So I did everything right. I even had my little preset 400, you know what I'm talking about, back I in do. the 80s. And I spent probably the hottest day in Arkansas inside of a blind, and all I got was a shot of a possum. And I realized <laughs> oh that, you know, I have deer urine on me the whole nine yards. I'm oh like, gosh. I am not cut out to be a wildlife photographer. Exactly. 106 and, degrees in the blind, yes. 120 sweating bullets, dehydrated, <laughs> delirious. He actually thought he saw the beaver, but it was really a possum. A possum. Yeah. Yes. And, and I have to say, you know, out of all the different areas of photography, no one really understands the patience, endurance, yeah. and the physical stamina you really have to have to be a wildlife photographer. That's true. That's true. So, Don, so, have you ever fainted in, in one of those before? No, I don't Passed really out? shoot. I'm a little, I don't do too much blind shooting oh, okay. because it's boring, hot, yeah. stinky, sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> and how many of my eight-person tour group of four people can we Brady Bunch it, pack it, into? Yeah. It's <laughs> not in, working. In one of those not going to work for now, you. No. So in the tropics, we don't use the blinds. Uh, I do. It was funny. I brought Costa Rica here to Oklahoma. Yes. It's funny. The folks really had no, they, they've heard of it, but they had no concept of what we could shoot over there. So it was nice to see the enlightenment on that. And uh, myself and my partner, Juan Carlos, we specialize in tours in Costa Rica, affordable tours with instruction, actually an instructors that will be with you and not drag their camera out. Imagine that. And You're actually, kidding me, And really? not jump in front of somebody and shoot. Have you ever seen that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Just go to the arches any day of the week. Exactly. <laughs> so we specialize in that, but it's really fun coming to Bedford's PhotoCon 2016. An honor to be invited, speak twice, and have people like Jim and Rob here on podcasts that are getting the word out. Oh, God. Man, my head's getting big. You spoke, you spoke twice, Don? I spoke twice, baby. Cool. Did, yes. you, did you do the same presentation twice? Negative. Did you, we did okay. uh, Birds in Flight today. And I did uh, the passion, the process, the journey yesterday. Oh, okay. And uh, that was more of a basic intro to wildlife nature. And then today was advanced. You know, some people were, it was funny. Some people were having problems turning their camera on. It was the wrong talk for if you can't figure out how to turn your camera on. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe next year or we should talk about maybe like different skill levels. Yeah. Like go. if we could say this is geared towards the uh, intermediate yeah. or yeah. the master. Yeah. yeah and that way people can pick appropriately. Yeah, because both parties would be, we're going to be bored in, yeah. you know. In the wrong venue. In the wrong, in the wrong yeah. venue. Right. Yeah. So, so wildlife photographers, let's talk about this. Because I really have a big respect for you. But honestly, yeah, that was like, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Sure. So well, people, let's clarify. Let's say wildlife okay. and nature. Wildlife and nature. Which includes landscapes. Because, man, you don't want to turn your turn your focus off br- brilliant light on national monuments and things like that. I mean, yeah. Right, right. USA a, offers some big pictures for us. Oh, my God. It's amazing. But what would you tell the new people that want to go there? Because, you know, we have a lot of people that ask us, hey, what's the best camera system? What's the best lens? Yeah. Where would you have someone start if they were a blank slate and said, I have a passion for wildlife and nature. Yeah. What is my starting point? Well, we're going to need to think about something that has some kind of speed on it. We need something that can handle some ISO. So I can really talk more about Nikon and Canon. Sony has also come into that arena with some great, great products. Uh, there's Pentex, there's all this stuff. But for the sake of the discussion, Nikon and Canon seem to be the rulers here this weekend, mm-hmm. right? Right. As, as well as Sony. Right. Um, and so my point is that you need to have something that's reasonably fast, something that can cope with ISO. 
right. but you have to work within your budget. So you got to work within your toolbox. The biggest thing nice. is people make mistakes is they follow thinking the equipment is going to take the picture. The time, the patience, and the time in the field is what really does it. I mean, yeah. you guys oh, are perfect examples of your shots that you take. Or, oh, or man. That. He, he's doing great on that, but we don't even come close to what this guy shoots. Well, my, my suggestion is to, to buy yourself a basic body that's good and going to last you. Mm-hmm. All the bells and whistles and the flip back screens and all that stuff, they're not, not going to get it. You don't need it. You don't need it. Wildlife is very simple. Nature is very simple. You need a camera that can shoot and one you're comfortable holding, but the money should go into the glass. Oh, Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's all about the glass, baby. It's all about the glass, baby. For sure. Those girls don't even understand about that diamond ring until they see an 85.14 or 300.28. Right. Then it's, it's like, oh, I could, I could buy that with this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. So I don't know how many times you've had to do it, fellows, but when your wife discovers that when you just brought it home, oh, honey, I've had that for a long time. <laughs> I mean, that's been in my trunk for weeks. But my point is, is to get the job done, to get the shot, you need the tool to get the shot with. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I agree. Recommending a general 100 to 400 zoom. Matter of fact, if I could interject a little Canon. No, no, absolutely. Yeah, go. Sure, yeah. Right now, that Canon 7D Mark II and the Canon 100 to 400 version 2 is the Mac Daddy. It's affordable. (laughs) I love him. We can get it. We can shoot it. And we don't need to take out a second loan. We don't need to sleep in a doghouse as far as the family goes. You don't have to do a peanut butter and jelly budget. You can buy that camera and lens, and you are set for nature and wildlife. There's nothing. If that's all you can afford, that's all you need. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, uh, wait a minute. Nikon's got about... something. I'm sure Nikon's got oh, something, yeah, too. Yeah. So oh, let's yeah. talk about this Canon 7, 7D Mark II. Oh, my God, but isn't that a crop factor camera? It is. Oh, my God, but that's but, going to give me horrible tell, imagers. T- tell, us why, <laughs> tell us why that's better because, okay. yeah. Well, for most wildlife, you're not going to be right on top of them. So I love the 1.6 magnification. I love the fact that the 100 to 400 version 2 lens is dedicated to camera 2 or 3 levels higher. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. And the best thing about it is you can shoot ISO of 1,200, 1,600 day in and day out on that 7D Mark II if you expose to the right. Ah. Under, you can buy a 1DX like I have. If you underexpose it, it's going to look like caca. Right, the absolutely. shot's noisy, terrible. Yeah. That's a $7,000 camera. Go buy yourself a $1,600 or $1,900 camera. Buy a Rebel. Buy whatever you need. But if you expose correctly to the right, you can shoot much higher ISO than you think you can. Right, because that noise is going to reside in the shadows. Exactly. The darks, yeah. the underexposed. The darks. Yeah. That's awesome. This is great content. Well, this is great content because it just proves the same point. I think in the beginning of, the, of digital, when the full frames first came out, exactly. there was a difference. Yeah. But now, I think the processors have taken out that. Absolutely. It doesn't make a difference. You have a right. crop factor or a full frame. So right, if you're right, looking right. for your dream camera, yeah. it's in the lenses. It is. It is, and it's also in the sensor. So let's give credit yeah. where, where it's due. Sensor technology has gone yes. up so much. But let's not be always focused. A lot of people hung up on megapixels. Yeah, I, no kidding. Oh, man. Yes. I, I'm so, I'm, I'm so sick of hearing about I megapixels. Am too. Oh, I got 50 megapixels. I got 18. Yeah. I got 22. Let me see the picture. Yes, yeah. there yeah. you go. Because unless you develop a new sensor and you're going to cram 50 megapixels in it, good luck. Yeah, I wish, exactly. I wish the camera 
makers would would hear that because uh, stop making it bigger. We're having, yeah, here's we're my having thing. to buy bigger hard drives. This is my thing, and you know I'm just gonna dog them the way it is, even though we shoot Nikon. Yeah, yeah. The camera manufacturer's job is to sell you a new camera every single year. That's correct. So they have to prove that the camera you have now yeah. is not as good as the one I just gave right, you. Right. And isn't it funny? There's people like there's. Uh, I'll be careful how I put it, but there's just so many people that have to have the new, next, newest, greatest device. I'm one of them. Yeah, well, I like that. I mean, I'm banking on the 1DX2, the new Canon, the 1DX2. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to tell you a perfect story. Nikon shooters here. Let me edify Nikon, the Nikonians. Yes, the the Nikonians. Yeah. All right. If we're shooting side by side in extremely low light, you've got a new badass D800, AD, whatever you want to call it. Sure. And you've got a new 80 to 400 version 2 on it. And I'm over here with a, my badass 1DX, my Canon 600 Prime 2. If you and I are shooting in dark woods on a dark bird, low contrast, you're going to lock on faster than me. Give you kudos. Okay. Yes. Hopefully yeah. the new 1DX has taken care of that. Now 1DX2 has taken care of that as we read with better contrast sensing and evaluative situation that's going to be able to take care of that because that's why I only need a 1DX2 because I shoot in neotropical tropical settings with no light whatsoever. Right, right. If it doesn't do that, then I wasted my money. Right. That canopy... You know, even though you're in the tropics, that canopy, you're basically right. in some deep shadows exactly. all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And deeper than that. So yeah, my, and deeper than that. My, so my point is, all the critiques and the reviews are showing it'll do that. That will be a game changer, just like the Canon's 11 to 24 millimeter lens. Mm-hmm. That is a game changer for us landscapers. Um, so it's just something to think about. But, you know, at the show, I've been super impressed that Sigma... And Tamron is throwing it down. Oh, my God. Yeah. You've not seen those new lenses? Exactly. They are really bringing up some right. game. They don't feel plasticky anymore. Exactly. Yeah. They right. have a really stout, you know, they got really good high marks on DxO. And they deliver. And they're delivering. Right, right. At a, I, at a good I, price point. I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a heavy, great lens than a, a really light. Yeah. Great lens. But yeah. you know what? You know with what that, with yeah. that said, I'm just going to throw this out you. Okay. You don't see very many vehicles on the road today with yeah. metal bumpers. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> because when you drop it, metal will ding and plastic will bounce. It'll bounce. <laughs> so it'll save your butt. Yeah. That's true. It's All true, right. Too. So how can people find you? And I, you know what? Okay, i got to ask this. Yeah. Because, you know, we've, we've talked about Costa Rica before, and your emphasis are absolutely amazing. And Thank I you. know how that canopy is. So you're really having to do some, I don't want to say creative photography, but some great photography in an ex- expert way. You just exactly. pop in there on program, take a shot. Oh, my God, look how beautiful this is. Yeah, well, you know what we need to do? We need to get people to come out of their closets and grab their flashes out of those, dig them out, and get those flashes out because fill flash, fill light can dominate the ambient background and turn a picture that's otherwise so-so into an award-winning picture. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. how do these people find you to take these tours? Fantastic. Uh, you can find me on DonHamiltonPhotos.com. Photos with an S. Yep, DonHamiltonPhotos.com. And you can find me on the Internet at FlyingHamiltons at Comcast.net. I answer all phone calls and emails the next day, immediately, because unlike most people, we need to be service-oriented, don't we? Yeah, we do. But, okay, so here's a good question since you brought that up. Facebook messages. Do you check that all the time? I do. Um, It comes up on my phone as an instant message. I'm on Facebook, Flickr, and 500 Picks. 
Wow. Um, I haven't decided to tweet because I shoot enough birds, I hear enough <laughs> tweets. <laughs> so I'm not a tweeter. No tweety bird here. But, That's funny. Uh, but my, po- my point is um, I've resisted social media for years. It is true. you got to do it. You've yeah. got to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that you have been on the podcast. It is Thank you. very humbling to have you here. Thank you. Because uh, your presentation is always fantastic. How can people find you, by the way? Because I was searching on the last podcast trying to find you guys for a while. So let's have a plug. No, let, me, let me ask you how you searched. I went into the internet and typed in uh, photo facts. Photo facts. What, how did you spell it? But we're with the F. That's the problem. That's the problem. With That's an the F. problem. We yep. had to go different. We went international. Because only the Americans spell it with a P. I know. So <laughs> so now that I know that, uh, but I didn't know for a while because people said, I want to hear your podcast. I want to hear what's going on. And, and so I said, it's on Photo Facts Podcast. Oh, yeah. You didn't spell I it. I didn't okay. spell the F. Capital what F. we're going to do. When we get done, Jim's going to have this up in 30 minutes or less. Oh, we're really? going to email you a link. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what we need to do, Robert, yes. is uh, for our SEO, we need to spell it P-H so that we also get those results. We well, maybe we can do results. that. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah. i got to announce right. Moose Peterson. Sure. Thanks, right. guys. Thank you okay, very thank much, you. Don. All, All right, bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Sweet. You're listening to the PhotoFax Podcast. Visit our world headquarters at photofaxpodcast.com.